Happy Monday, friends. Today's episode brings us my dear friend, Dr. Steph Wara, and she takes us through the benefits she has discovered after switching to a vegan lifestyle and what really helps her decompress and de-stress, especially during her times as a medical student. Listen, enjoy, and have a great day. Hi. really funny when your speakers weren't working and I said this is the last podcast I'm gonna do because you were four minutes late oh Oh, fuck you (laughs) I'm I'm so punctual I'm always on time I know you are you know what's really funny is I I actually am uh I should say for my podcast, I'm punctual. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I am not judging you more than a little bit. Well, I you we all know me. Anyone who's listening knows who I am and knows my habits. Whatever. It's because I'm Filipino. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Just, just just blame that. That's fine. Yeah. It's <laughs> anyways. Thank you so much for joining me today. Of course, I'm just here trying to one-up Haley, so. <laughs> um, Haley, if you're listening to this episode, uh, just so you know, you might have to do another one just to one-up Steph. <laughs> face for podcasting, or face for radio, whatever she says, yeah. Oh, man. Well, I had brunch with her, I think, last weekend, and oh, we were just talking about how you need to come back to Minnesota ASAP, so that way we can all get together. And have a great time. I know. You guys know each other from St. Thomas, right? Okay, so this is like English 2 class and had a project together. That's how. But then because of all those connections, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So I. (laughs) We're just going to leave it at that. (laughs) Dramatically sips coffee. Because because this 40 ounce Stanley. Yeah, because you're a basic bitch. Who are is, you? <laughs> yes, I also got a Lulu Lemon belt bag um, on the same day that I ordered my Stanley. Okay. Uh, so I have elevated my status. Yes. Who is Steph? <laughs> um, there was a lot of emotional buying happening a couple weeks ago, and that those were those were purchases. So. Uh I get it. But yes, uh, so for the listeners out there. Steph just got matched with her number one choice of U of M internal medicine, correct? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. we were actually, it's funny because Haley and I were like, did she get, did she, did, did we, did we see anything? Like we were trying to like creep on you too, to see if like you had gotten matched yet and, or like who you had gotten matched with. Mm-hmm. Cause we, we knew you got matched, but uh, we didn't see it. So then when I, you ironically like posted it, like maybe right after I got home from brunch, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, so it's funny you say that because I had I had people like obviously I'm close with you and Haley, but like yeah. I had people that like are like acquaintances, like good acquaintances, but like not really close to me, who told me that they were they put my stories on notification so that when I post post it where I match, they would yeah. know. Which I thought was so sweet. I felt so special that day. Um, but I, so I did the whole little like sad video to make everyone cry. 
Um, yeah, well, fuck you for that because <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's so cute, and then at the end, I was like, motherfucker, like tearing up. <laughs> um, yep, yep, I still watch it and cry. Um, but the the last person I told, um, because I like match day was just so crazy. Like I found out an hour late because my mom couldn't get off work early enough. Carol. Um, so from that until like the end of the day and it was St. Patrick's day and I wanted to like go hang out with Mikey. So like, I couldn't see everyone in that one day. So the next yeah. person, the last person was on Saturday. So like everyone I told on Friday, I was like, if you post one thing on social media, yeah. you're going to be the one telling everybody and not me. So you can live with that. So everyone was like, can I post something? <laughs> like, I saw you posted something. Is it okay now? <laughs> But yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, well, and uh, I just, I'm so excited for you because you have put in so much work. Yeah. Um, and actually, I Haley and I talked a lot about you on <laughs> that brunch <laughs> because we were like, you're an inspiration because you didn't go the typical med school route right away. You, no. you know, you, you had your, you had your career at the buckle a uh, medical scriber, yeah. you know, For, forever, forever buckle employees, you and I, yeah. <laughs> we worked, we worked there at over 10 years, I think. Uh, yeah. 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 So that's just a permanent imprint. Well, yeah. And this is, this is not a sponsored ad. I just want to add. <laughs> I couldn't fit you in jeans. I can't even fit myself in jeans. Like that period of my life is over. No, I could still, okay, so I don't look it, but I can still put outfits together. It's just, I can't put myself together. <laughs> I'm pretty much an athleisure only. Yes, that's time. exactly why. So I was like, cause I was talking to one of my friends and I was like, God, like once I get into the dating world, like what the fuck am I supposed to wear? Like athletic clothes like yeah I'm gonna, yeah, then I'm gonna get stuck with like some meathead gym bro that's like two plus two equal five <laughs> I pick things up and put them down it's like I need some substance um <laughs> anyways but yes so the reason why I brought you on here is kind of your journey because you became a vegan what how many years ago I knew you were going to ask this question and you even sent me an email with what we were going to talk about. And I just glanced at it. So that was nice. Um, <laughs> eight, let's see, it's like roughly eight years. Okay. Already. Okay. And what brought you, well, okay. I know, I know the reason, but for the listeners, you don't have to go yeah. into too much detail if you don't want, but <laughs> you know, share a little bit more about your reasoning for going into sure, the vegan sure. lifestyle. Sure. So, um, so I guess to back things up just a little bit. Um, so like when people go vegan or decide to, um, try to adapt to like a plant-based kind of lifestyle, it's typically for like one of, I guess, three reasons. Mm -hmm. So the most obvious is like, I love animals. I'm never going to eat animals again. So like there's number one. Yeah. Number two is for the environment. Um, and then number three is a kind of where I sit, which is a mixture of like dietary intolerances and um, like just not wanting to feel like shit. Yeah. Um, so uh, like I'm the biggest cow fan in the universe as 
Al knows, and now <laughs> you all know, um, I have cows hanging everywhere in my apartment, like a crazy person, but you do um, a lot of my neighbor She loves cows and I painted her a cow for yeah. her birthday. So yeah. anyways, that's a sidebar. Um, but yeah, so eight years ago, um, the person I was dating at the time actually, um, had a dairy intolerance and kind of him describing his symptoms matched with kind of my symptoms that I was having every morning that I was just bulldozing through that I was just yeah. not even, I was like, Weird. This is everyone, Weird. everyone, everyone must wake up with like bloating and an upset stomach yeah. and want to eat for eight hours. Like that must be like what it is, right? What's totally, perfect? Right. Totally yeah. normal. Yeah. Yeah. Totally normal. <laughs> Iced coffee and diet Coke. That's it. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, Oh, that's fine. Um, come to find out, I talked to my, my, my mom, um, and I had had that cow's milk protein allergy when I was a baby. Now, like, okay. Mo- excuse me. Most children do grow out of that. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I mean, obviously I was eating dairy for like my entire life until this right. point, but like I was tolerating it, but by no means was my body enjoying dairy. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how it started. So I cut out all dairy. Um, before eight years ago from like year and a half and then I realized I was literally only eating pork that was the only meat I've never been a big red meat person so like yeah. the person listening that's like I love red meat like that's just not been me so my journey to veganism was probably a little bit easier um yeah. but I was just eating the pork so I could have the sauerkraut on top of the pork out of okay <laughs> just okay <clears throat> Out of all the things you could have chosen, though, for pork, sauerkraut, sauerkraut. like, I mean, it's got, yeah, but I mean, like, I would go, okay, I guess it's at least fermentation, so I'll give you that for credit, but, like, not bacon, sausage, like, it, that's what's, like, funny, it's, like, out of all the things <laughs> Steph could have chosen. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All Just right. Pork. Just well, wanted to clarify. That. <laughs> That and I um was like broke um because the, bu- the buckle doesn't pay a lot and uh, actually I think that was after the buckle I don't know student loans are expensive either way I was broke and pork is um probably the least expensive meat you can yeah. probably get um so all of that was working for me but I like there wasn't a person I met that was vegan or there wasn't really. I just wasn't, I don't know. I just wanted to feel better. So yeah, it wasn't like an overnight thing at all. It was definitely a, a journey. I never went back to dairy. Yeah. Well, on purpose. Unfortunately, I've had those accidental, accidental slips. I was going to say those accidental slips are doozies. <laughs> yep. Pray for, praying for you. <laughs> Sending the Catholic vibes over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not great. Um, the bathroom and I are, are good friends on, on those occasions. It's been rare, very rare, but, but yes, that's kind of how everything started. Well, and so I guess for me, as you know, I had went vegan for like a month mm-hmm. and I just, the hardest part for me, honestly, it wasn't the meat part. It was the fact that I couldn't have the cheese (laughs) and I just love cheese so much and the fish because you cannot find a good vegan fish substitute like we've discussed this before yeah there's (laughs) 
there, I'm trying to, it's like, oh God, I can't remember what it is. It's some random ingredient. I can't even think of what it is right now that you could, but it's very difficult um, to make like homemade fake fish. The only okay. fake fish that I will eat um, because it's Lent and as a good Catholic woman who wants yes. to make her mother happy, I'm not practicing for everyone listening, but anyway, joke. Um, on Fridays, I send I send Carol, uh, my mom, for everyone listening, uh, pictures of me eating fish for Lenten Fridays, and I eat the Gardein. Um, they're like frozen, but it's yeah. when you when you bake it, it tastes like it smells like fish in your house. It's the weirdest thing, and they taste so good. They're not healthy. They're breaded. Well, but, and it's probably got yeast, which I can't have, so it doesn't really matter for me. I'll enjoy it for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, so what I was, what I meant was, you know, when we had talked about when I was vegan for the month, it's like, we had talked about, there's like the vegans out there that, sorry for any vegans listening, but it's like the vegans out there that just like eat like the vegan products, but not actually like whole nutritious, oh, nutrient dense plant-based foods. So I guess my thing is like, you know, as a vegan yourself, like, what do you do to kind of get your sources of protein in that's not those, like, faked Mm -hmm. out vegan products? You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like Impossible and Beyond. I mean, those are delicious, but those are, like, when I'm out at the restaurant. So, yeah, I mean, there's, like, that daring, uh, what is it, daring chicken or whatever. Oh, yeah, you got me hooked on that. Is that not delicious? so good so again this is not an ad it might be it should be I should be sponsored but daring sponsor the only like the only like vegan chicken that I absolutely fucking love is daring chicken Mm -hmm. and it is so good it is really good it is really good and it actually tastes like chicken people so anyways but anyways like that's I know that was kind of the hardest thing for me as an athlete was getting enough protein sources into my daily meals yeah, I think I even reached out, like when you did that month, I think I even like reached out to you did. Um, yeah, someone I know who like lifts all the time to get um, advice. But um, I always make this this joke when I when new vegans like the new vegan starter pack is Oreos, French fries and pasta. I yeah, they're all vegan. The Oreos was probably the most like fantastic fact that I learned from you yeah because I was like I don't know what to do I want something yeah uh they're so fake they're vegan um but yeah so for my own protein um so like every every week Mikey my boyfriend calls them stuff specials because they're like combinations of like good healthy food that still give like fill me up and give me protein so like I'll have my base will be typically quinoa might be brown rice might be white rice if I'm feeling starchy and unhealthy um and then I'll throw chickpeas I love chickpeas um and tofu Mm -hmm. um and then an assortment of whatever veggies I have in the fridge and like I'll stir fry it I might roast the chickpeas um, but I just end up mixing it like literally all together. Um, and it's like a stuff special, but yeah, like my biggest proteins are like beans, tofu, stuff yeah. like that. Um, because honestly, like the impossible, uh, and beyond beef, I honestly haven't even looked at the protein content in those. And like, I know they're trying to replace meat, but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't have as much as like some it's of not- the more 
yeah, yeah. more natural stuff because it's like when people are like what what's in those I was like chemicals yeah well I think that's I think that's the biggest like misconception I feel like is when people are like yeah I'm vegan but it's like and and they say they're doing it for the health benefits of being plant-based which there are there have been studies that show that it is very mm-hmm. beneficial obviously to be plant-based but it's like yeah but you're you're replacing other things like like ground beef that actually does have yeah true protein in it with mm-hmm. chemicals so how is that being healthier but yes you're yeah. right um <clears throat> tofu because when i did it tofu was probably the biggest uh I guess, protein intake that I had mm-hmm. for myself. Um, the, I guess the one question I did have though, is what would someone then do if they had like an allergy to soy? Cause I know. Isn't that I you? No, no, I actually am not. I'm surprisingly not allergic oh. to soy. Oh. I just, I was just thinking of some of my other friends that actually mm-hmm. do have, you know, soy allergies. Um, but if they wanted to do more plant-based, you know, I guess what other options would there be? Because I found out technically chickpeas are a form of soy, which I didn't know that. Interesting. Um, wow. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Um, I mean, then you'd have to go to like other legumes, like other beans, like those are going to be like your biggest sources of protein. And I know like, okay, great. I'm just going to eat beans all the time. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure that doesn't sound very enticing. Right. Um, Well, lentils too. They also have uh, a good amount of source of protein too. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess I just laugh because of all like the, the fake it kind of reminds me of like the gluten-free fad that like people had gone through. It's like, well, for people like, for example, like Haley and I, like we, it, yeah. it's, we kind of have to, mm-hmm. to go that route. So it's like, for the ones that are just doing it because it's a fad, it's like, fuck you. Because I had someone be like, oh, like, are you actually gluten-free or is it just like, you just don't prefer it? I'm like, okay. <laughs> if someone tells you that they have like an allergy or whatever it might be it's like why are you asking and questioning me do you want me to pull out my fucking epi pen like but but do you do you see what I'm saying like because it starts to become yeah. like a fad it's like then it strays yeah. away from the actual beneficial parts of doing plant-based or gluten-free right. <laughs> so that's what makes me laugh about all that stuff but yeah. Um, I mean, I won't go on a tirade about the keto diet, um, but you know, <laughs> I, you know, I could, um, I but I mean, could. like, like the things you were just talking about are like similar to, um, like my frustrations with that. I mean, any, any diet that you kind of decide to go and adhere to for a reason other than wanting <laughs> to feel better and be healthier. I mean, of course, I'm not judging anyone that's vegan for animal rights or anything. Animal rights definitely are important. But um, like if you're just doing it for a fad, it's either going to be short term. You're not going to do it correctly. It's just it's going to end up being unhealthy. Yeah. And I mean, kind of to go off of that, as far as speaking of benefits, what kind of benefits have you noticed in yourself? since switching switching to a plant-based diet uh besides obviously the bloating and stuff from dairy (laughs) yeah I like feel fine in the mornings it's the wildest thing um (laughs) um so yeah so that um energy like I'm able to like my exercise tolerance is like in 
just way different than what it was 10 years yeah. ago. Um, honestly, my menstrual cycle, which is kind of the craziest thing I've found. So like, oh. I never had a normal menstrual cycle until probably the last couple of years. You might say, okay, Stephanie, well, you've been vegan for eight years. Um, but I would say the last couple of years I've, because this is really a journey if you want to adhere to this in the correct yeah. way. Um, in the last couple of years, I've finally started like adhering to a completely like well-rounded, like plant-based you yeah. know, diet where I'm getting everything I need instead yep. of just having Oreos, pasta and French fries. Yeah. Um, and so I've, I've all of a sudden it's every month, 28 days apart. And that's, there's nothing else that in my life that I could, like, I haven't lost a ton of weight. Like it, there's yeah. like nothing. So I don't know all of that really. I just, which for feel, female, that's huge because oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, for the female listeners out there, I, that and like the birth control aspect, I mean, I'm back on birth control, but mm-hmm. there's that all that, like the hormones and estrogen and you know, the, we could go into like a deep dive into everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I, I, I do feel like I've read so many articles now about, um, you know, the plant-based and the effects on especially females. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I just, I mean, it's just really nice to not feel awful um obviously I still get sick I'm not like a pure person pure and I mean I joke all the time that I am because I'm vegan um (laughs) uh but like I I just don't I don't walk away from a meal feeling like off of course when Al and I go to Kona Grill in Eden Prairie also not an ad um I walk away. We from just need meeting. to be sponsored by all these places. I'm just I saying. know. I know. Typ- typically feeling um, very full because we uh-huh. overeat, but I like I digest. So like I right. like my metabolism is awesome. Um, I don't know. It's just your body thanks you when you give it like raw, healthy food. Yeah. Of course, I'm not saying you can't have a treat here or there because I love Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Um, the non-dairy, of course. Yeah, they actually, their non-dairy is actually really good. I've had the the yeah. almond milk one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the plant-based strawberry ice cream at Target. That's my favorite, but. <laughs> I have Also favorite. not an ad. <laughs> also not an ad. I know I need to stop like listing products. <laughs> I'll just take all these places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then kind of going off of that though too you had said that like you know you, you're you had more energy and all of that stuff and your metabolism was better was your metabolism pretty slowed down before you went vegan oh gosh yeah I mean like I am my dad's daughter so yeah. um I love carbohydrates like I love them yeah um, oh I know <laughs> love them and so um like prior to all, all of this, like, I, I mean, I'd have the occasional vegetable, but I definitely was like tried and true, like just awful American diet, like rice, pasta, like, I mean, burgers, like just everything that is not great to have every single day. So it was like, um, like I poop every like two, three days maybe, which is honestly better than some people that I talk to in the hospital now. Um, um, some people like, like do it like once a week. It's yeah. not healthy. Like you're supposed to do it daily. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And so now it's like one or even two times daily and it's always like healthy. So, yeah. which obviously makes you feel better anyway. I mean, I could talk about poop for like literally an hour. Oh yeah. 
Well, when Ashton was on here, he's like, I think I found your niche. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, literally, I think I've talked about, yeah, bowel movements to many of people, but because it's good for you. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, because I have like friends that are like, you know, they, they're nurses in like the colonoscopy department. And um, I have a friend that's like a, uh, a CRNA in uh, the gastrointestinal surgery. Like, so it's like <laughs> the things I hear that people stick up their butts is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I don't know, man, I don't want to take something every day to make me poop. Like I'd rather right. just I mean, I understand that some people literally have like a slower, like GI tract. So like you have to do that. So those people, of course you have to take something, but there's so many people I talk to like in the clinic or the hospital now that, you know, just need simple dietary changes. But Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a whole nother thing. Like this whole, like changing habits that you've had for 20, 25, 30 longer years, it's hard. So it is. Well, and I thank you for saying that because it's not only hard, but it also takes time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another thing that people don't think about because in this day and age with the whole instant gratification, everyone's like, well, it didn't work for me because I did it for a week and I don't yeah. see any cha- changes. It's like, try it a little bit longer and see what happens. Because um, right. when I did go vegan for that month, I did notice a difference um, <laughs> in my bowel movements. Um, but... <laughs> But I also did know uh, notice a difference in the like the bloating factor. And yeah. the more I thought about it, the more I thought, um, you know, for me, it's like if I eat meat that's not grass fed, I know it sounds bougie as fuck, but it's like it could be fed with so many different things like that animal could have been fed with so many different things that I actually could be allergic to, like oats or other grains that yeah. like I don't think about until you're like, why do I feel like shit? after Mm -hmm. eating it um so yeah so I get that and um but yeah the bowel movements was definitely the biggest game changer and I already was already regular yes so (laughs) I'm definitely gonna get a date after this episode I I mean that's why I'm here I'm just here to talk about poop and find you a a man (laughs) um I I joke with my friends um like my other med school friends so like <laughs> to back up. So for the last four years, like no pun intended. I, yeah. Yay, <laughs> that, was good. <laughs> that was good. Um I really enjoy cooking as like a form of therapy. Yeah. Um and med- medical school is a little stressful. So like a little. <laughs> a little. Yeah. Um, so like I loved cooking. And so I would try either try out recipes or make recipes that like I knew like my fellow students liked. Yeah. Um, and so I make it for them all the time. So it's, it's kind of a joke with some of them. They'll text me and be like, God, I haven't pooped in like three days. And I'm like, good Kirkland quinoa, literally again, not an ad for Costco, but literally I have in my cupboard right now. <laughs> it's the best. It is yeah. like tried and true. It will work. Make yeah. stir fry with like, bro- like cook it, stir fry with broccoli, onion, whatever you want. Yeah. My favorite is I do it with uh, mushrooms and spinach. Mm. Yeah. 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 I I just love my, anyways, go on. (laughs) Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, if if you, there's your natural laxative, Kirkland quinoa, or just any quinoa. It's just a joke that I tell my friends, the costume brand. 
Well, yeah. I mean, because you know, get an aggressive amount of it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, you might as well. <laughs> I know. Don't yeah. ever make more than a cup of quinoa, though. Don't ever. Oh make yeah, I learned that the hard way. I yeah. accidentally, I think I did like two cups one time, and I was like, oh, your whole kitchen <laughs> is full of quinoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, no, I um, I, I think that's like one of the biggest things is just having the right foods in your body. That's like my thing that I just want to stress to people is having the right nutrients because sometimes we get caught up in, oh, well, if it's vegan, it's healthier. Oh, if it's gluten-free, it's healthier. It's like, yeah. not necessarily. <laughs> no. No. Read the ingredients. <laughs> yeah. Like the nutrition guidelines have not uh, changed since like the eighties. Granted, right. there are some things that should be changed in there, but that's not what we'll talk about. But like right. the, the plan is still the same. Like the plan is yeah. still to get protein, fruits, veggies, like, like all of that is still the same. And yeah. so if you decide to try a different diet, vegan or not, like you still need to make sure you get all of those things in right. your diet. So your body can actually function the way it needs to. Which you gave me a great note on adding vitamin B12 when I was doing the the vegan, mm-hmm. just because again, you don't get as because isn't it more mostly found in is it red meat? Red meat. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, but again, it's one of those things where you kind of have to do your research and kind of figure out what is needed in your body. I guess what would be your advice for someone who is wanting to transition into a vegan lifestyle? on making sure you get like those nutrients and Mm -hmm. um, whatever it is is needed for our daily intake. Sure. So um, there, this is kind of a differing opinion across the community, but like from a medical perspective, the vegan community, but from a medical perspective, like me personally, I take a B12 and a vitamin D supplement um, every day. Granted, um, everyone in Minnesota probably needs a vitamin D supplement separate vegan or not. <laughs> um, I actually was told, so my doctor, I was, I was vitamin D deficient. My level was like 19. Nice. Mine was 17. Yeah. How I went. like the fact that like, I was like, how do I not have like rickets or something? Like, like I'm just saying, I mean, but well, anyway, don't. well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like for being so deficient, but that's the thing is, um, a lot of the times when we feel, uh, you know, like for me, like I was a little bit more depressed during like the, the, like the darker days in Minnesota. And it's like that vitamin D supplement to just add to your normal routine is just, Mm -hmm. it's a game changer. And it even helps with your like immune system too. I mean, I'm not a doctor. You're the one who's obviously the professional here, but I'm just saying like, it's one thing that I do recommend to everyone as well as the vitamin D yeah. Um, and like, there's so many different, and this is not medical advice. So please don't take this as medical advice, but, um, for anyone who's listening and you know, okay, maybe I should try a vitamin D supplement. Um, what I take and what I've taken long-term is 4,000. I use every day. Um, you can do two or four, whatever, but like, just be careful. Cause there are some on the market that are like 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't want you taking that every day because actually your body does store vitamin D. It's a, um, not, yeah, it's a fat soluble vitamin. I think that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you can actually get toxic on it. 
Yeah. One of the four, you, so you don't pee out the extra. Um, so just something to consider. I, it's probably pretty hard to do that, but, but yeah, vitamin D is great. But anyway, back to your question. Um, so those, those are the two supplements. I do take a multivitamin every day, but that's not necessary. Um, but I guess like the easiest way to think about this, first of all, is only do it one day a week. Don't say on a Sunday, I'm going vegan tomorrow and I'm never looking back. Mm-hmm. And you go to Trader Joe's and you get all of the really expensive frozen processed yeah. vegan food. Granted, a lot of that's good, but um, <laughs> don't, yeah, just don't do that. Yeah. Um, this, this needs to be slow. Cause like I said, a little while ago, um, like a lifetime of habits is really hard to break. I mean, regardless of diet, alcohol use, like literally anything, if they're mm-hmm. all habits, if you've done it for years, it's going to be hard to just wake up one day and switch. So like meatless Mondays, I like, you might, people joke about that. I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah. and see if you like it, if you like it, awesome. Um, if you hate it, well, you know, that this might not be the best thing for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like when you're thinking about meal prepping, like imagine like your plate in front of you divided into four. This kind of reminds me of like in grade school when you were taught like nutrition, but this yeah. is really how I think about my meals now. Yeah. And like, I don't, I still give myself what I want, which is pasta, but not every day. <laughs> um, yeah. Because if you don't have that stuff, you're honestly kind of turning this like vegan, you know, switch into honestly, like a form of an eating disorder, um, which is a whole nother thing that people can view this as. And I think it's a very real thing, but anyway, so I didn't even think about it that way. That's, mm-hmm. that's a good way. Yeah. That's a good point. But anyways, go on. Um, cut your plate into fours. You want to make sure half of it, um, is like highly nutritious, which I mean, like fruits, um, veggies, just like raw, like raw food. Now that can of course be like cooked, prepared. I'm not saying you need to be like gnawing on like a broccoli head. Like you don't need to be doing that. Right. right. Mix it with something. Um, and then one fourth should be like what I called earlier a base, but like, it can be a starch every once in a while, just something heavier. And then the other fourth is protein. So whatever you want to decide that is. Um, so as long as you're having something like that, most of the week, I think you're going to get in what you need alongside the vitamin D and B12. But also too, if you're just doing this one day a week, just sub out what you would normally eat with like just sub in plant-based options and make your Mondays vegan. Yeah. I, um, (laughs) When you're talking about like the plate things, I, I'm laughing only because I did that with my mom when, yeah. <laughs> when she, uh, God bless her soul. She, um, she would get so pissed at me because we were trying to manage her diabetes at the time, uh-huh. which because of my help, also not an ad for the fact that I'm a health coach, but <laughs> I did <laughs> So many ads. Plug it in there. Um, I'm gonna have so many, so many things pop up on my phone after this. It's gonna be like mine's gonna be like all this like soy like tofu stuff like that. But um, I was just laughing because like my mom would always be like, "This is it. This is all I have to eat." And she's like, "I feel weak. I need more food." It's like, "Mom, like it's called portions for a reason." Like. And she's so tiny. I like that's what I said. Like, where do you put it all? Like, she must yeah. poop a lot. Yeah. Well, 
my family's very bowel movement friendly <laughs> we love pooping well it just reminds me because like yesterday my nieces were in town and mm-hmm. my younger niece was like farting so much and then so was like Amara and I was like what like what did you guys eat they're like I had a lot of beans it makes me fart <laughs> and I was like well and they're like it's but it's good to poop every day I'm like yes it is like I, I am all about healthy poop conversations I don't want anyone too. scared to poop <laughs> yeah well because it is it's not good for you if you can't do it like it's you're literally ridding your body of the toxins that are leftover waste in your system but anyways yeah, Al, Al loves poop here we are again <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should just like have a poop poop podcast you should I'm here for it I'm sure a lot of my friends would be on it because of the fact that it it is healthy to talk about it um (laughs) uh, anyways but and then kind of going off of all of this I know um that's helped you but also you started doing did you did you exercise before going vegan I guess I was wondering because now like you're like always like cycling and doing all these different things. And I'm like, damn, she's like on top of it with her exercises. <laughs> Another form of therapy. <laughs> um, honestly, like I was not, I mean, first of all, I never, okay, never is a strong word. <laughs> I don't see myself being like the strength, like trying to build muscle person yeah um but no I was like one of the COVID people who um bought an expensive bike I'm avoiding an ad remark right now and um (laughs) got super into it um and I just like I can't stop doing it now (laughs) um because it's just like a part of my day like after we're we're done like yeah I'll go work out in my other room um But yeah, it was just really nice during, during COVID. And then now it's just like really great for my mental health. Like it's just another form of therapy for me, especially when I'm eight and a half hours away from all my friends and family, like it helps. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. and that's a great point too. It's the exercise fact. I mean, that's the whole point of this. It's like, there's so many different factors that come into your mental Mm -hmm. health and it's food, nutrition, it's, it's exercise, it's being with family so mm-hmm. I you know I'm sure now that you're going to be moving back to Minnesota mm-hmm. it's going to be so much better for you because not that you don't have friends there but like I have none oh well, I'm joking <laughs> I can't help you there I'm sorry <laughs> that's on you <laughs> that's not on me <sighs> I mean maybe if I was there with you you'd have friends because I'm a great time <laughs> yeah I would not know. I would not know. No, no, no. never, never ran into you at beer fest or Oktoberfest, you know. (laughs) Healthy drink sip. Dramatic, dramatic coffee (laughs) uh, intake. But yeah, I don't don't know. It's like, I I couldn't not do cardio um, now most of my days. So and I'm like the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. well I guess I I do cardio like a little enough so I'm like you know but this is this shit's never going away that's like yeah like it's just part of us yeah um, I, 
Honestly, I think like the whole, um, like getting into our thirties, um, too, is just like, you know, I should probably start working on like some longevity <laughs> tactics. Um, and by thirties, so, you mean we're also going to be, we're getting closer to the forties. I'm not 35 yet. Oh shit. I'm going to be 36. So wah, wah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be 35 in like a second. I'll right. surely the years won't stop coming um or whatever smash mouth lyric years start coming they won't stop stop coming you know that's hit the ground running yeah it makes sense or maybe is that yeah i think that's right your doesn't it like your head gets something your brain gets dumb or something oh my god what is that song everyone listening to us right now is like (laughs) Anyways, but yes, uh, so anyways, going back to (laughs) lifestyle, Yes. what kind of brought you into the medical field? I know, I guess I don't even know really what brought you Mm -hmm. into going to medical school. So, um, tell us who Steph Rohr is. (laughs) Who is she? This is Stephanie unplugged. Um, (laughs) so, uh, Initially, it was really, um, I'm going to be honest, like a really superficial interest. Um, So like high school went well for me. I did really well grade wise Um, and then started and barely studied and did well grade wise. Oh, so you're Asian. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Secretly. (laughs) And then, um, and then I went to St. Thomas. um, Shout out Tommy's again, not an ad. Yes. Went to St. Thomas. And got a C minus on my first general chemistry exam because, oh, I guess to back up. So like I did well in high school. So I was like, I'm going to be pre-med and I'm going to go to St. Thomas. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be a general surgeon is literally what I thought. LOL. Um, because I'm smart and I can do this. Yeah. But then got a C minus on my first gen chem exam because I studied like I did in high school, which was barely any studying right I was like, oh my god I cannot do this I'm not made for medicine oh my gosh so I was like an international business major for a second I was an art history major for a second I was a justice and peace studies major for a second like yeah. all of this was just right everywhere and actually um a mentor at St. Thomas um who was like I don't know what you're doing you literally just need to study more you'll be fine like you need to retry this yeah so they actually uh brought me back to medicine um or I guess pre-medicine and so I guess that's how I got back into the coursework but I still thought at that point this is sophomore year of undergrad that I was going to be a general surgeon and that's what anyway but then I started actually working in healthcare and that's kind of what solidified it for me. Yeah. Um, like seeing my first death, being able to process my first death, like enjoying learning how the body works. Um, so I guess that's kind of how it happens. Like initially, literally it was because I thought I was smart enough and I knew the lifestyle was going to pay for enough buckle jeans for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then like, I, which is tough because unfortunately, like there are some people that go into medicine because they are really smart, but their interests aren't necessarily where they need to be. And I just kind of hope that once they start working in healthcare, the interests kind of go where they need to be. Right. Um, But yeah, once I started working in it, I, I was not going to do anything else with my life because I just, 
I don't know. There's a lot of things I'd love to change about healthcare. And if I can help one person at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I originally went for pre-med too. That didn't, that was short-lived though. That was a, <laughs> I, um, but I didn't do it because I thought I was really smart. I did it because my parents were like, you need to be a doctor. <laughs> it's like, oh, why, why? is that? Because I'm Asian. I know. I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> uh, it's my podcast. I can say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> People are probably like, who is this girl? But no, I, um, yeah, I originally went in because uh, one, my parents made me and they thought that art was not going to be a career for me. <laughs> I was like, that's harsh because <laughs> yes. I think I'm a great artist. <laughs> I color in the lines. Yeah, anyway. I am. I am so great at this. Mm-hmm. But I, then kind of going off of that, like St. Thomas is no like disrespect to St. Thomas, but their their pre-med program was not exactly up to par, in my opinion. So that's that why I transferred. Yeah. And so that's why I kind of steered away from it. Um, if I would have transferred, maybe things would have been different. Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. But I stuck with it. <laughs> yeah. And I uh, did a different route. <laughs> it's a, the fact, like, I, I mean, I'm not even close to done with it yet. Um, but the fact that I'll at least be a doctor in like yeah. eight weeks is just wild because yeah, like you said, when we first started talking, like I definitely did not take the normal route at all. Um, and so it's just kind of crazy to like finally be there, I guess. Yeah. But um, it kind of shows that if you still stick your, like if you get, if you focus on something and mm-hmm. you put your mind to it and you have that drive and you pursue your dream, it's still possible no matter what age. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, you might be the oldest in your medical school. But... I'm not. Oh, hey. I'm, I'm so young. No, there's a, there's a couple people in their 40s, actually. But yeah. Oh, I mean... But see, like, that's again, yeah. it's, you can still do whatever you, you find as your calling at no matter what age. Yep. Especially if it's an expensive calling like this one. Um, yeah, that's also a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no, like, sure, a lot of my classmates are, like, and friends, honestly, they just act older, which is nice. Um, They're, like, 26 and 27, which is, I mean, not eight, nine years younger than me, Um, (laughs) which is, like, wild to think about. Yeah. Uh, But, so, yeah, like, I'm surrounded by those people who took the more traditional route, like, go Mm -hmm. to college and then go straight to med school. But I think, I mean, and this doesn't even apply to the med school, if this applies to law school or applies to just switching your job to something else, like yeah. the experience you've had before in whatever job career choice you had will just make you better for whatever you're going into. And you'll just yeah. be a more well-rounded person um, and bring like a different perspective, I guess, to whatever you're switching, you know, your your life career to. Yeah. Um, I mean, really like, you really only have one shot at this, like as, yeah. as like dramatic as that may sound, you get one life. And so I'm not saying tomorrow, wake up and be vegan or like <laughs> go to med school, but you, you have to, I mean, you have to kind of keep that in the back of your head. You know, yeah. it's not like you can have a do over. <laughs> right. I mean, you could like, if you get reincarnated, but that's most likely going to be like into an animal or something. I mean, maybe. How? How? I want to be 
reincarnated into a dog that has a great family because to get like my belly rubbed every day would be Mm -hmm. fucking fantastic (laughs) so do you remember every time anyone brings up reincarnation in any conversation I think back to when Jesse the body Ventura when he was the governor of the great state of Minnesota said that if he was ever reincarnated he wanted to come back as a double d bra um (laughs) and I like I I will never ever forget that oh ever ever he can come back as my bra Uh (laughs) oh Great. Hell. <laughs> Again, a plug for a date. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> She's great, everybody. She's great. Yeah. She's not crazy. Okay. Yes. Uh, um, but going into the like the medical aspect medical field aspect, what kind of do you guys automatically have? I guess I don't really know the process because mm-hmm. obviously I didn't go that route, but do you automatically go into internal medicine once you get um matched, or is it just what you choose? for okay got it and so what made you want to do internal medicine then versus anything else um so I don't like I just don't feel fulfilled in a clinic um not I mean so like that I guess I just can't do the primary care clinic um which is kind of weird because like um like that was kind of a battle I had to like fight internally because I was like man I really really like getting to know my patients really well and like building relationships with them so it's like Stephanie yeah. why don't you go be a primary doctor but any like so our third and fourth years in med school are all like rotations um mm-hmm. where they throw us into a bunch of different specialties that are required so we try them all out essentially to see where we feel most comfortable yeah and I found myself feeling most comfortable in the hospital um just because the patients are like very sick, um, yeah. stressed out, depressed, hating being in the hospital. Um, family requires a lot of support. Um, and they're just complicated, complex patients. And like, that's where I felt like I, like where I felt the most comfortable, I yeah. guess. And like where I want to help the most. Um, which is I why I texted you when I was going through my own shit. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like, not, again, nothing against, clinics it's just it's yeah where everyone feels the most comfortable um I know that being in an so like this is funny because like I said I was going to be a general surgeon being in the operating room gives me so much anxiety that I <laughs> cried my last day of my surgery rotation because I was oh, like no. I did it I am done I never have to do it again yeah. jokes on me because then I had to do an anesthesia rotation my fourth year but that's on the opposite side of the right. stereo field. So like that was, but I still got so anxious though. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to touch something I'm not supposed to I'm break something. I don't even know what's going Again, another reason why I didn't go to med school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. So like, that's why I didn't want to do anything operating. Um, right. So yeah, so if you do internal medicine, um, you can do like, actually one of three things. You can go work in a clinic. Um, so Family medicine residencies and internal medicine residencies both can provide primary care doctors, which the country so desperately needs. Um, Mm -hmm. Then you can be a hospitalist, which is basically a hospital floor doctor um, that rounds on the same patients who typically work like seven days on, seven days off, which is a really nice schedule. Um, That is really interesting 
interesting for me at this point. Um, but also, as you know, I love cardiology. So yep. if you want to do any specialty, um, well, most specialties, but like endocrine, um, for like diabetes patients or yep. nephrology for kidney failure patients, you have to do three years of internal medicine first before you go on and do your specialty, um, Got it. residency. Call yeah. it mm-hmm. And so what, for the listeners out there, what brought you into the cardiology? I love the heart so much. I think heart failure is the most beautiful pathophysiology. No, but it's crazy. I mean, it's, your heart is a complex organ, mm-hmm. just like the brain. Right. So I loved cardiology from like before med school. Um, yeah. Mikey, Mikey's dad actually had a pretty complex like heart attack requiring a whole bunch of stents. And so like that kind of like piqued my interest. He's fine. That yeah. just piqued um, kind of my interest initially. And then I learned like the first two years of med school or all book study. I did really well during the cardiology block. And I, cause I was just like, I loved EKGs. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So like, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I just did a bunch of cardiology rotations. Um, and that was, that was, that was all over. So yeah. it's like heart failure sounds super scary. I mean, like if I told you, Allison, you have heart failure, what's the first thing? Like, oh my God, like the thing that's keeping me alive is failing. Yeah. But um, well, technically it, someone did kind of skid by that towards telling me, right? <laughs> I mean, it did end up in the hospital, so it's okay. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's Everything's fine. fine. Yeah. Um, but like the fact that it's treatable right. and like, I mean, reversible is a strong word, but like, um, in, you can improve the function of the heart. I just, it's yeah. just, I just think it's the coolest thing. So like, if I did complete that full course, um, I still have another seven years to go. Um, Holy and I would shit. Do, yes. And I would do advanced heart failure patients. But the, the good thing about this is after the three years of residency, I can go be a hospitalist and I'd be happy because every patient has a heart. Um, yeah. And then do all of this later in my life after my debt's paid off or whatever I decide to yeah. do. We'll see. Yeah. Just kind of mm-hmm. taking it day by day. Yeah. That's awesome though. That's, I mean, it's, it is the heart. I feel like the heart and the brain to me are just the most interesting parts of our bodies. And that's Mm -hmm. why I did the more of the behavioral neuroscience route. But I also was like, I don't think I trust myself cutting someone open to work on their brain. So that's why I did not do neurosurgery. Um, And I didn't want to go to medical school. (laughs) Yeah. Neurosurgeon, I, I, I would, I don't know. Everything's yeah. too small up there. Yeah. And the brain is way harder than the heart to like understand. I would yeah. say that. But it is it, it the just kind of in general, all of that stuff is just so fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. and kind of going back to your point, not necessarily reversing anything, but it there are, like you said, ways to improve, you know, your heart function, even mm-hmm. brain function. What are some things that you feel is the best route in improving your heart health? Um, even if like, let's say like you, let's say you were like a person that was like a fast food and like Mm -hmm. addict all for like all 20 years of your life. And you realize like my heart is failing. What are some things that you would recommend? I mean, obviously it's like exercise, but are there other things besides like the forms of exercise that you can do to help with that? 
Yeah, the actually the biggest thing to watch as like a 20 something, 30 something, honestly, 40 something um, is cholesterol. Like that is the easiest thing that you can control um, that will impact your, just like your overall circulation. Um, if your cholesterol is out of control, that can impact your blood pressure, which can mm -hmm. then impact how your heart, your heart actually can change structure if it's overworked for a long time. And that's what eventually leads to failure in your 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you are getting your cholesterol checked and your primary doctor will direct you as how often they want you to do that, um, that's the biggest thing at this point. Um, yeah. Like even more important than exercise. <laughs> um, like, and this isn't a plug to go vegan at all. Um, it's just to eat better things for you to manage mm -hmm. that cholesterol um and then because well, meats do have a little more fat in them obviously than mm -hmm. like vegetables or fruits so right. that's that's understandable right and there's this whole thing right now where like at least what i've read um like how many eggs are too many eggs for cholesterol as long as you're not eating 12 eggs like every two seconds, like right. that's not going to make your cholesterol go up enough right. to where it's an issue. Um, and if your cholesterol is high and you eat eggs, it's, it's from eggs plus something else. So it's just, yeah. I don't know, just be mindful of what you're putting in your body because cholesterol being high for a very long time is really, really detri detrimental to yeah. your heart. Health. No, that's, that's a great point. Uh, Cause it's, I think it's all these little things that people don't pay attention to that is huge. And mm -hmm. again, a lot of the things our body does, our bodies are remarkable things, you know, I know, they can do so many things that if you treat it right, mm -hmm. it will treat you back like the right way. Right. Like it, it's right. It sounds like such an easy concept, but it's just, it's sad that not a lot of people do it um, until it's too late. Exactly. It's, mm -hmm. such, it's such a, it's a, such a reactive kind of thing with a lot mm -hmm. of people in this country versus being proactive with your health. And that's like one thing that I want to stress is that you need to be proactive. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, preventive medicine is like, I'm even interested in preventive cardiology, which is like basically the question you just asked, like, how do I keep my heart healthy? So something doesn't happen. Right. Um, it's just such an area of opportunity in this country. Um, but it's not happening for a lot of reasons. We don't need to go. Yeah. <laughs> that, could, that could go into a whole different yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it's just a mindset, you know, like try to see your doctor once a year. It's free through your insurance. Um, just like they'll direct you, but like, that's the easiest step you can take right now. And physicals are really actually easy to get done outside of the every three to five years for, for women. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but outside of that, they're really yeah. easy and getting your cholesterol checked is just like, I just don't like, I've seen too many people now like working in hospitals literally in their late thirties having massive heart attacks and dying. So like if that, and that's so young. Yeah. If that terrifies you, it should, um, yeah. because that can happen if you just don't, if you just don't pay attention to it or don't think it's going to be an issue until it's too late. 
Well, even like the correlation percentages of heart attacks and obesity in the U.S., mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it's insane how much it's grown mm -hmm. with all the different fast food. And not that, and I mean, again, not that I don't eat fast food from time to time. I mean, if I can, because of my allergies, but yeah, like, I, that's so sad. Yeah. Let's, let's just be real here. But it's just one of those things that I think is important. Like you mentioned, it's just people need to be mindful and conscientious of what you're putting into your body. And I, I had mentioned this in like a previous episode that, you know, you wouldn't like feed your dog poison. Right. So why would you feed yourself poison? Like, that's just, it's the same concept. Like you need to take care of yourself as well. I right. mean, it's just, it's such a, I think it's crazy that so many people would rather put in their efforts and like energy into taking care of someone else or their pet versus yeah. them themselves. Yeah. Like it's the craziest thing to me. Like why? <laughs> it's probably a lot of trauma history <laughs> well, yeah, like, that, that a lot of people have, um, where they're yeah. just too scared to work on themselves, but, um, I, I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a complicated thing, like reinforcing to everyone that like you are important. I do it too. I mean, yeah. I can say blame my astrological sign, but like, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, like I love giving my energy to other people in like right. the form of like mentorship. Like, I think it's incredible, but there's also times too, where like I'm mentoring or giving advice to too many people. And then like, I'm having an afternoon where I'm like, oh my God, everyone is texting me. I have so much going on right now. I just need a second. And I'm like, Stephanie, yeah. you do this to yourself. Right. Yeah. I do. I, I'm the same way. I take on everything mm -hmm. I was like texting one of my friends the other day I was like I kind of want to start like a non-profit to help children and mental health and he's like dude you already have so much shit on your plate I'm like yeah but I think I'd be really good at it he's like again you already take on so much I'm like but I really want to do it which I do but <laughs> like, you'd be great at it I but... would be but <laughs> yes that's, that's my astrological sign <laughs> right yeah right what we're just I, I don't, okay saying the the beauty in saying no is it, like yeah. just something you have to learn throughout your life and like <laughs> some people learn it later and I'm still learning it right well I think that's another key important like a, an important part is that everyone's still learning no matter what age you are you're always going to constantly be learning stuff about yourself about humanity about behavior I mean everything and everything is so intertwined that it's like we have to, again, go back to being proactive and preventative care. It's like, you just have to continue to work on yourself in order to be able to help others. Oh, like, yeah. that's what, that's like the thing that took me years to realize. It's like, in order for me to help someone else is I have to help myself because oh, I never yeah. did that before. So yeah. it's like, yeah, why the like, fuck wasn't I doing that before? <laughs> what is that phrase? It's like, you can't pour from an empty cup or something. Yeah. I've been pouring yeah. from, from an empty cup for years. <laughs> yeah. No one knows. I, mean, I just sell it with confidence. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's honestly like everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> everything's fine. Right. Uh, yeah. And it's so terrible because it's like, why do we do this to ourselves? And it's, mm -hmm. I think it, there's, I mean, obviously there's so many different factors that go into it, but um, there's societal, you know, factors. There's, there's people pleasing, people pleasing, growing up with, with parents that do it or you know with mm -hmm. whatever it might be there's always going to be something um mm -hmm. but yeah I think it's it's so big and for as far as like mindset goes I know 
obviously you have had a stressful few years being <laughs> in medical school and that can definitely take a toll on you besides exercising and like switching up your, you know, obviously the dietary parts mm-hmm. is what are, what other things help you kind of with your mindset or stress relief? Staying home more often. Um, oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know, me from like buckle time, like, but I'm, I'm sure like Leslie, like when I was on light. Yeah. Yes. But like, I, I, Leslie would never see me like Leslie, Leslie was my roommate for like seven ish years. Um, yeah. and I like, I would work and then I would, I would like have plans every single night of the week, like mm-hmm. every single night. And no, it was not going out to have Keystone light. That was often, but it was not every night. Um, <laughs> But like, thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. Yes. You know, <laughs> but yeah, like I just, I would film, like fill my schedule, like yeah. without, I would have multiple plans in one day. I would have like coffee, at, coffee at 10 and then lunch at one and then dinner at five mm-hmm. because obviously I'm so popular, but like also like, well, you are <laughs> <laughs> joking, but like I never, I was never home. Like, so I never had time to just be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would ultimately result every single time, every couple of months in me just having a day where I was like, oh, I am so overwhelmed. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm so overwhelmed. And what that would end up being is like me canceling on a friend who like had been like, I don't know, really want, looking forward to seeing me like plans are important. And like, I just, that would just keep happening. And like, finally, one of my really good friends who like, I'm just so grateful, literally stopped me. I was like, Stephanie, you need to start saying no. Like you need mm-hmm. to start saying no. Cause I like, you have canceled on me now, like two or three times. No, like, yeah. I know you have reasons for doing it, but like you, you are burning, like literally burning yourself up. Yeah. So like now, I mean, it's probably also like a side effect of getting older, but, um, yeah, like staying home is, is just a, helps me be mindful and like stay in the present and not work to please so many other people, but like have yeah. some time for myself and actually watch TV. Yeah. Why do you feel like you kind of had to fill your schedule back then? I don't, I don't know. Um, I just think I had to say yes to everybody. I literally think that's what it was. And like, obviously I'm an extrovert. (laughs) If anyone can't tell, I love talking. Um, and like being around people. Yeah. And like, it, it, it does make me happy. It fills my cup. Like I love being social. I love having friends. I love seeing people and like Mm -hmm. being out in the world. Um, and so I think that's how that started, but then, you know, like I just felt obligated isn't the right word because like there's not I wouldn't keep a friendship if I wasn't enjoying it but yeah it's yeah, the people pleasing kind of thing it's it's almost yeah. like for me because I was the same way for a while too it's like mm-hmm. I had a hard time saying no um yeah. but now I just realized that the more I do it to myself it the more draining it becomes and not that it's not that you know hanging out with certain people is draining it's just you're draining yourself because you're taking on so much mm-hmm. without having that moment of stillness. Like, yeah. And like your friends and your family, I mean, deserve 
all of you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're spending time with them. And I mean, I was just like running from like one place to the next. And I probably was like halfway present, like all of the time, because I was thinking about like where I had to be in the next hour and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's, that's just like, no, no way to live. I'm sure my cortisol levels were like off the charts. Like, yeah. not, <laughs> like not, not great. Like, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, not, I just don't, it's just, it's really nice to have nothing going on and to just go home after work. What was kind of like your aha moment, your pivotal moment of when you realized you need a little bit more stillness in your life? Yeah, so um, my good friend, the one I said who told me, it actually resulted in a pretty massive argument (laughs) um, between us two. And she's been my friend since my 19th birthday. And she, we were, I don't even know, I think we were, we were planning our trip to Colorado or something along those lines. And I, like I said, I had canceled on her because I was feeling super overwhelmed. I was having one of those days where I was like, I cannot do this. And she's like, Stephanie, we're trying to plan a vacation together. Um, And it was like just a huge argument because I was yelling at her because she wasn't understanding what I was going through. And she was yelling at me because like I was canceling on her again. Both of us had very valid reasons. Yeah. But like, and we ended up going on the trip and we had like the best time ever. And our relationship is like so insanely fruitful because we're just so open with each other. Mm -hmm. Because like, I will tell her when she's overthinking too much. And then she will tell me when I'm like starting to ramp up my people pleasing again and like bring me back down. Like my friend telling me that I shouldn't start a nonprofit just yet. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So like that was, I mean, way before med school, that was in like 2017. Um, But like, like I've said a couple of times today, like it takes a long time to build, build a new habit. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like finally, like, I will have a plan once, maybe twice a week, but like during the week is my time. Um, yeah. Like outside of work, like that is my time unless something is important so I can get things done, watch a TV show, like true blood. Um, Oh, I have to catch up on that. I like, I know we discussed this cause we both started this, the show late in the game, like, but it's so good. <laughs> It is so good. I almost want to rewatch it again. It like um, makes me want to be a vampire. <laughs> yeah, truly. I'm like walking around like Yeah, like here, bite my neck. Yeah. Is anyone thirsty? A doctor vampire. That'd be that'd be great. That'd be we great. We take we take thirst trap to a whole new level. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know. It's it's really nice. Like that's done uh, like just it's just so nice for my stress. Um, yeah. Like I've thought about, like, I'm lucky I sleep really well. It's probably because I'm like, I work really long hours. It's probably yeah. a side effect of that, but so I haven't really had to struggle with that. There's, I mean, there's some nights every once in a while where it's tough to fall asleep, but so like, I haven't really went down like the meditation route. Um, or anything like that. I do like breath work a little bit. If I'm having a really, really stressful day or week, like before you find out if you match for residency. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like that, like that helps, but that's yeah. kind of like an as needed thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But I mean, at least you found what works for you. And that's another takeaway point, like for me and for others that are listening, it's 
you have to find the right rhythm and routine for yourself Mm -hmm. um, in the health journey because everyone is going to be so different in what works for their bodies and their minds. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I enjoy meditation, but I Mm -hmm. add crystals to mine. Like it's such like a hippy dippy thing, but like I love them. Like it it works for me. Honestly, I hope someday that I can do that because I think one of my biggest challenges is still slowing my mind down enough to be able to be like fully there and able yeah. to actually like do a successful meditation. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, it's a practice. That's why they call it a practice. Right. Um, so I don't know. Hopefully someday I'll be able to do that. But right now it's just. You, you, you got, yeah, you got a lot going on, (laughs) but I think for me, what helped me was I had done like years of yoga prior to that. And you have to have that kind of clearing your mind and Mm -hmm. really being in the moment and present moment of your yoga routine. Um, so that helps me, but like, still, again, going back to like me being like squirrel, um, like I still sometimes have that with my meditation. And like you said, it is a practice and, um, you know, there's going to be days where you can sit still and um, be with your own thoughts. And what I learned that I will take to heart is that meditation doesn't necessarily mean like having just no thoughts. It's just being able to sit with those thoughts and the emotions that come with it. And that's been like the biggest takeaway for me, because I used to think like, I had to just sit there and be like, don't think about anything, you know, like <laughs> just staying still or lay there. <laughs> head, head empty, no thoughts. Right. But, but again, yeah. it's, it, that's not how our bodies work. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was definitely something that I have found very beneficial is to actually accept what I was feeling. And it right. sounds so elementary, but it's like, you kind of have to mm-hmm. <laughs> go back to the basics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, going back to the basics is how to successfully do that. Like let the thoughts come, let them go. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining me today. Yeah. It was so much fun. And I like to end with a lightning round. <laughs> okay. But first I, I've been waiting the entire time to tell you my one dad joke. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, for the listeners out there, we are all about dad jokes here. And I can only remember one, because otherwise I would not deliver it correctly. Okay. Okay, What did one casket say to the other casket? What? Is that you, Coffin? (laughs) I would like to thank my grandma and WCCO for that joke. Um, Literally, WCCO um said that at some point in the last 40 to 50 years and she remembered that and she told me that joke over and over and over and over again so grandma dot we miss you (laughs) that's a great joke do you want to hear my joke i would love it i don't know if i've ever shared this joke but it has to kind of do with bowel movements but um shocking weird uh it's kind of a long one but okay So kindergarten teacher was teaching her class for the day definitions and the word of the day was definitely. So she asked the class to put it into a sentence. The little Timmy raises his hand and says, the sky is definitely blue. And the teacher says, well, sometimes the sky can be gray when it's dark out and sometimes it can be different colors for like a sunset or sunrise. So the sky is definitely not blue. So then little Susie raises her hand and she says, the water is definitely clear. And she says, well, sometimes water can be murky or have mud in it. So the, the water is definitely not clear. She said, anyone else? 
have anything that they can use the word in a sentence. So little Bobby raises his hand. He says, do farts have lumps? And she says, why? I don't think so. And so little Bobby goes, well, then I have definitely pooped my pants. <laughs> That's my favorite joke of all time. <laughs> I love fart and poop jokes. They're literally the best. <laughs> I don't even care. Like, I am like a kid at heart when it comes to that shit. Like, it is so funny. <laughs> and also, I just applaud you for remembering a joke that long. I told the joke I told you to myself in my head at least 15 times this morning just to make sure I didn't say what did one coffin say to the other coffin? Because I've done that so many times before that I was like, I can't mess this up only because it is like my favorite like icebreaker joke and I then get like dubbed the weirdo at any kind of function because it's like who the fuck is this girl <laughs> single open to dates yeah I like long walks on the beach and <laughs> and poop jokes and poop jokes <laughs> but anyway thank you for letting me tell my joke Oh, yes. No, I appreciate it, because that's going to now be my second favorite joke, besides the poop joke. <laughs> Perfect. So, okay. But um, anyway, so I like to do the lightning round. Okay. Are you ready? Cracking. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. Okay. Um, okay. Donuts or cake? Mmm. Donuts. What if it's my red velvet cake balls? Oh, my God. Number one, red velvet cake balls. <laughs> Neither. Red velvet cake balls. Which I can make vegan for you. Um, Blessings. Yeah, just wait till you come back to Minnesota. Favorite movie? Wally. Oh, I love that movie. It's so cute. <laughs> I love a movie. I love a movie that has no talking for forty-five minutes. <laughs> it's the greatest love story ever told between Wally and Eva. I love that movie so much. I've watched it so many times. I love you. I mean, if I if I feel like crying, I really like PS I love you. Um like in really really embracing my femininity, but yeah. um, I've never seen that still. Don't. Um if you could be any animal, what would it be? Oh, well, obviously, moo, a cow. <laughs> <laughs> but what kind of cow? Um a Highland Scottish little calf. Oh, those are cute. Yeah, okay. My, I've got a lot of hair. I was going to so say your hair. Ma- <laughs> yeah. So look how long it is. This is the longest it's been. Holy in... crap. I know. I'm going to chop is, it. This is like long for me, actually. It's going to be shorter in a month. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, favorite color? Brown. <laughs> because no one. I, I, that's everyone's reaction. Brown. Because not because of poop, Al, but because uh, no one loves brown and brown needs some love, too. And I look good in brown. So. You're such a unique person. Uh, <laughs> favorite food? Oh, pasta. Um, <laughs> but, spe- but specifically, oh, I have to think of my favorite pasta dish. I really like um, like a baked like mastacholi uh, situation. Ooh. Um, because uh, Viola Life shredded cheese melts very good. And so it I does. Can make- I can attest to that. Yeah. So I can make and, and you can have it. Yep. <laughs> um, exactly. So yeah, I really liked baked mastacholi. Mm-hmm. I also like the chow cheese. The um, is that what it's called? 
the cow cheese follow the your chow, heart chow. see oh it's like chow yeah 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 yeah, that's, yeah. Too. that's also a good one uh that's what i used when i made your vegan that puff pastry thing at the bridal shower that i had i know okay so so listeners this girl has her own bridal shower and she she makes me an attendee my own food to come at her at her bridal shower this is this is this is this is allison again key for uh anyone who wants to date me um if or do you have a hidden talent and if you do what is it oh my god no you you know <laughs> you know this i'm a very open book um i will say that i can't whistle i've, I've tried a lot it's just never gonna happen <laughs> Um, so that's that. So I have negative hidden talents. I guess I'm not going to demonstrate this, but I do know all the words to, um, hustling by Trina. Um, and maybe someday I will share that with you, but some say that's a talent, but I'm not talent today because there's a lot of expletives that are inappropriate. (laughs) I have dropped the F bomb and it's fine. More than that. Oh yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. It's Trina. It's Trina. That's that's a fair point. Okay. That's a fair point. What does a person need to be happy? Oh, wow. Oh boy. So many, so many things. Um, God, that's a good question. I don't know. I would say like to keep it as simple as I can, I would say support and that can be in the form of friends, family, you know, not everyone has family. So that could be friends that have become family. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, like being proud of oneself or finding something that you're proud of about like at, at any part, part of your life. Cause I think in like the darkest times in like my life personally, like I like focus on like one one thing I've done where I'm like yeah like I actually am an accomplished person like again leading up to match week like my brain had like convinced myself that I was not going to match and if I did I was going to match in like Portland nothing against Portland but it's just far away from home yeah Um, and so like focusing on just like little pieces of my life like got me through got me through all of that really really dark spirally yeah thinking well, and for the listeners out there, she did match with her top choice. So just saying, that's pretty awesome. So not Portland. Yeah, so not Portland. <laughs> um, first celebrity crush. First celebrity yeah. crush? Um, the vocalist in Hanson. Um, wasn't that uh Taylor? Is he was it Taylor? I think it was Taylor because the brother that was like tall and oldest was not my jam it was the book list can I I'm googling it yeah because it makes me feel any better Ashton's was Barney (laughs) ah okay handsome vocalist is literally what I just typed in not handsome (laughs) Hanson vocalist I also like Jonathan Taylor Thomas a lot oh JTT Um, yeah he was yeah oh um it I guess and also sorry Ashton for the for calling you out on Barney. We love you. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I'm a, okay, okay, so Taylor, I think Taylor was the drummer. So um Zach, Zach Hansen. Okay. Um was I was obsessed with him. Good for you. I mean, <laughs> rightly so. Uh yeah. 
<laughs> toilet paper roll over or under? Over. Thank you. Thank thank you. I had to think about it. Yeah. Oh, if you would have said under, well, well, I don't like, know. I'm like, how is it in my bathroom right now? Yeah, it's over. <laughs> um, what has been your most humbling experience? Oh gosh. Um. I, I mean, not to like be super sad, but like recognizing the mortality. I mean, you can relate to this, recognizing the mortality of your parents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, because your mom with her ovarian cancer, but like losing my dad unexpectedly was just because yeah. you just think like they're going to be around forever. Oh, yeah. Um, like for the longest time, it's like I always thought like my parents would outlive me, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. they're just your heroes. Right, right. So I think, I mean, that was just humbling because like you, you, you don't re- realize it, but yeah. like you're kind of at the top of the world when you have support from like one or two parents yeah. and then all of a sudden, like one of them is gone and you're like, oh, I guess like this isn't a forever thing. And I yeah. have to like actually do my own taxes, yeah. <laughs> which I'm still really struggling with, which you'd think it'd be easy for someone with zero income, but I still find some way to do it incorrectly. So, well, if you have questions, let me know. I don't, I do my own taxes as well. Might start paying you next year. All right. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, What is a dream place that you want to travel to? The Maldives. Maldives, Maldives. Maldives. I think, I don't know. I think it's Maldives. But I I can thank Instagram for that. Yeah. Uh, All the pictures. Yes. I want to stay in one of those like little huts with like the. Yeah. Like the little bottoms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yes, I would love to go there. I'd also love to go to do like a, a World War II like historical tour in Europe. And, and oh, like, that'd be cool. Like, cool different spot. I mean, it's all very sad, but um, no, I but it's always... it's history, so it's, it's mm-hmm. interesting to learn. Yeah. So, like, whether it, I, I don't know if I could stomach like Auschwitz, but um, yeah, it would still like love to go to I don't know different historical spots um and just see more of Europe I went to Italy for like 36 hours and I was like okay I need to come back here <laughs> I know I want to go back to um Europe so bad it's mm-hmm. it's awesome mm-hmm. um what is the song that best describes your life right now <laughs> uh, you're gonna die <laughs> uh, it Ariana like- Grande <laughs> It is not. It is Miley Cyrus, which is going to make Leslie so happy because is it I... flowers. No, it is not. Oh. No, because Mikey and I are happy. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, mine's flowers. My, my bad. <laughs> um, it, it's the climb. Oh, that's uh, a good one though. Yeah. So I say that because yesterday when I was um riding my expensive bike, that song randomly came on, and yeah. I I like know that it fits my life right now because I just started crying oh yeah no but it's a good one though it's it is it's a very it's a very relatable one like yes um, um yeah, as I'm like flowers. but the other one for her is like I came in like a wrecking ball because I'm just I'm fucking thriving this year like that is yeah. my goal oh, yeah, you are, dude. and I am doing everything that I've been wanting to so which I am so stoked for you and I cannot wait to come back and be part of that Yes, as a, like an actual like doctor instead of Dr. Hipster Steph. Yeah. Which are, 
You're still on my phone, is that? That's okay. I mean, I don't ever want to be anything different. I don't think you will be ever at anything else, so. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Whistling? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. I, I used to want to read people's thoughts, but that would be awful. Um, Especially in the medical by, field. <laughs> yes, evidenced by... Um, Soki on True Blood being able to hear people's thoughts mm. and I was like actually that is not a great thing yeah um so time travel time travel or like uh teleporting because yeah. it'd be a lot easier to get places if and I cheaper could mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's true uh what is because <laughs> there's so many what would be your favorite memory of us oh god <laughs> there's so many good ones Mm-hmm. oh boy I really I think back to the the party bud um when we went to Baja for your birthday and I was yes um and I was I had a couple adult diet cokes um <laughs> and I just remember talking your and this is just so funny because this just speaks to how great you are because you were by no means anywhere near me on the scale of, um, intoxication. Um, and I was, I just remember talking your ear off like so much and you just being so interested in what I had to say. And I was probably saying nothing important. <laughs> no, at no. And I remember the next day, like, cause I always like any day that I have more than like two McUltras, I like, think back to everything I did the night before. And I'm like, oh my yeah. God, was I embarrassing? No. And I remember thinking about seeing you and what's yeah. his name? Um, <laughs> and, Which, okay, I also- uh, Yeah, so I I just was thinking about like what I was just probably spewing at you. You did like, go on about the red ca- red velvet cake balls though. I do remember that actually. Yeah, you were, I'm you, sure were, I did. you were telling everyone about that. Yes, I'm sure I did. Um, but still, you just like just didn't care. You're like Stephanie has had a couple adult diet cokes, and yes. she is just going to tell me about how much she loves my my baking. Yeah, um, <laughs> so like that's number one, and also to all of our all of our buckle days where Amara would come in and like run through oh. the clothes racks and you were just right. so proud of her. And like, so, and I was just dying over how cute she was. Um, she, yeah. Those, those are also some good memories. Yeah. They we have so many good memories. I just really do. I know. I know. Or like the, I actually, I think I have it still for you. <laughs> I have the picture of me, you and Ashton printed off at the brewery that we went to. Um, where we're all just laughing uh-huh yeah it might be and I think it might be the one where you guys are both looking at me like what the fuck did you just say because typical, sure. typical typical yeah I just we all had that as our uh Facebook oh program. yeah that was really cute all three of us all three of us but it's funny because we didn't even purposely do it that way we all happened to have like added it and then also we noticed that we all had the same profile picture <laughs> that was like the best part <laughs> I love it I, that's on one of I have picture boards everywhere in my apartment because yeah. like again that's another form of like therapy <laughs> like oh, yeah. keeps me grounded yeah but I'm, I know that's on one of them it might even be on my fridge honestly 
Yeah, I think the fridge. Or maybe it's Ashton's that I have. I don't know. Someone's I, I have a copy. It's I I I like I printed out a whole bunch of my Facebook pictures when I moved yeah. to Missouri initially, so I could have done it too. I need to pick print off a picture of me and you doing like the peace sign and the Asian duck face. Because I love that picture. Yeah. Your <laughs> birthday was wild. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that was I did not feel good that next day. What at one point, I still think I have the video of you getting um a back massage. <laughs> you shall not be named and then my friend passed out in the actual bar as we're like mm-hmm. oh yeah oh yeah that was that was a great night yeah that was a lot I did not feel good that that next day no I didn't oh, either um we all yeah too much too much uh last but not least what is a word of advice that you would give to today's youth oh god I mean this is really cliche honestly but believe in yourself um like too often too often I see um not like wasted potential but I just there's the world is so complex and so scary especially to someone who is so young and and like I don't know moldable I guess Mm -hmm. and if you you rely on like support or like you rely on like good feelings to come from outside. Like I'm thinking like, like Instagram likes <laughs> or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I don't like that. None of that is good. So like, I just, I would encourage people just to like look inside themselves and everything you have is, is truly within you and you can make anything happen with just you. You don't need anyone else. That's a good one though. But it is, it's, I think, Again, as we get older and all the experiences that we've had and traumas, we tend to forget that mm-hmm. ourselves are the only people that are going to really get us through what we need to get through yeah. um, in the sense of like building up who we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously you're going to have influences from family, friends, whatever it might be, but yeah. it is important to know that if you, like you said, if you believe in yourself, anything is possible. Yeah. Like you're your first person, you know, like you are your first. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's really all you need. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's good word of advice, but yeah. Anyways, thank you again. I was, I had so much fun as always talking to you because well, we can be serious, but we can also shoot the shit obviously. And we obviously have the best dad jokes ever. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. And and I'm going to plug so many ads. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. (laughs) Podcast for first time gets like, like violations for product mentioning. God. Who, who let me do this oh but you know what's really funny is someone asked me they're like are you gonna do like ads for your podcast I'm like I've been trying I don't know how to fucking do it don't ask me I just need a reel for the first time I, <laughs> which was so hard that took me four it hours to figure out okay. it, it is like I feel like an old lady I'm like what do I have to do like yeah oh yeah yeah, I, I, I mean, like, I just discovered how to add music to my fucking stories, like, just probably, like, within the past couple of years. We are so old. <laughs> Although I did just make a great reel of Scout today. Oh, well, I'll have to go like it. Yeah, please do. I, I need my likes for my dog. 
Yeah. He's, he's down below crying Rocking. because, yeah, he just, he heard a dog barking. There's, okay, so Scout it was the dog that was, like, barking, but, like, because he gets excited and, like, he's very persistent. Like, he's like, you're going to like me. You're going to be my friend. You're going to love me. Like, you're mm-hmm. going to love me. Keep love, like, just, I'm going to keep going until you love me. Right. So now there's a dog in our building that barks and I'm like god I'm like embarrassed because like now I know what it was like to be the (laughs) owner of the dog that barks all the time and my neighbor was like yeah that's for sure scout I was like oh god (laughs) oh no but they never complained that's so nice no yeah I mean they're like we all know like all the people that know scout in this building like they'll see him they're like scout and he's like Mm -hmm. but -hmm. if they don't say his name and get excited he's like what the fuck like (laughs) excuse me like you need to pay attention to me I'm important yeah so and I think like he lets it like if he was a human he would be the most like egotistical man like because like he knows he's cute like he knows yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. he's like sometimes I like look at him and when he does something I'm like why you gotta be a dick and he's just like what and he's like yeah yeah flip excuse me I'm allowed yeah (laughs) Oh, anyways, well, I got to, I decided to sign up for a strong man again, so. Naturally. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? I'm going to start my nonprofit, too. Start a nonprofit. Do an Iron Man. Strong man. Oh, there's, yeah, I was going to say, there's a no way in hell I'm running that much. Yeah. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Thank you. Why do I do this to myself? I don't know. I just. I don't know. Well, and the funny part is it was between that and a 15K Tough Mudder. Well, okay, but see, with the 15K, I'd be walking. My friends would run, but I, I would be walking. You, all of that is you. Just get a stationary <laughs> bike. <laughs> Highly recommend. No, I no sponsor. Anyone who does that. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I, I would. I just don't. They're so expensive. They are. I'll just go um, to my gym and ride the bike. There you go. That yeah. works. I yeah. just like not leaving my house. Well, yeah, I get that. But plan for the rest of the day. Um, selling more of my furniture. Um, on Facebook. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, sell those ruffle pants. <laughs> Leslie was so pissed at me for having. She's like, "What the." Fuck, you I'm not the only one that called you out on those pants. No, and I love them. You um, would. I would, yes. Um, but yeah, so I have someone coming to pick up my dresser in like 20 minutes, uh, 25 minutes. And then um, I'm rover sitting this weekend because that's all I've really been doing is rover sitting to make okay. extra cash. That's all. Yeah. Well, I work out. I haven't worked out yet. Yeah, no, I've. I like, and I, you know, the worst part is, is I made my own workout for today and it's like, I don't want to fucking do it. Cause I know, I know. It sucks. this is literally, you told me this last time when we met <laughs> Kona that you made your own workout and then you didn't want to do it. So this oh, is, yeah. Too. So you want to know what happened after that? Everyone that did the workout with me was like, what the fuck was that? And they're like, it was a great workout. And we ended up, we all ended up burning like 3000 calories. It was like an insane amount. And uh, my coach was like, and no one will stop talking about your workout. I was like, 
Yeah, because it, it made everyone sore, probably. Good job, Al. And then you're doing it again today. Nice job. Because why not? Again, I am going to be a you know, <laughs> I'm going to have a nonprofit. You'll see. <laughs> you'll see. I mean, I'll probably work for it. So, right. I mean, you'll eventually just come and be the doctor yeah. for, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think it's because, like, as a kid, I've always wanted to help out, like, third world countries because of the Philippines. Uh-huh. So, like, I want to be like, I'm going to help them with their brain health and mental health awareness. It'll happen. It'll happen. And it's yeah. a good place for you to be in. It's just <laughs> not right now. Damn it. Fine. See, and this, is, this is why I need friends like you and like my other friend that texted me that because it's like, I need people to remind me, like, stop fucking adding shit. Mm-hmm. so you can like I don't know relax <laughs> what's relaxing I know I know I should take my own advice I know me too all right well enjoy your workout and you. selling your furniture and I really hope you sell those ruffle pants and I'm sure Leslie will agree <laughs> with me <laughs> okay so the, the ruffle pants will stay inside uh yeah until you move back to minnesota and leslie and i have at your place yeah and like set them on fire or something do a dance around them like like a hippie dance like a little like (laughs) rain dance with except for uh burning stuff's uh ruffle pants yes Uh Uh oh all right we'll talk to you soon okay love you love you bye bye